Aho, Bujo in the way Mark and a dog. Hanin, Kagi Gabo in the Shinakas. Make a knock and do them. Make a knock wadja wing and dunjaba. Besho Gakaba Kong and Donald Kong. But I said there was a traditional Ojibwe protocol greeting. I said, hello, all of my relatives. My name is Kage Gabo. I'm Turtle Clan. I'm a descendant of Turtle Mountain. I live close to Minneapolis today. And what I said was, thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this live Ojibwe word of the day. Again, this is something I look forward to doing uh, every Thursday night. And it's something I consider both a privilege and a pleasure that if you take a few moments out of your day to talk about Ojibwe, Anishinaabe, Chippewa, language, culture, history, linguistics, philosophy, spirituality, uh, that I'm incredibly grateful for that. So I want to say, thank you for listening today. And today's word of the day is one that I use every day. Uh, I think it's an incredibly important word. Uh, the history behind it is very interesting. It's very brilliant. And so I thought I would share this one with you all tonight. And the word is miigwech, miigwech. It's the Ojibwe word for thank you. Now, historically speaking, this is what I think is so fascinating about it. This is actually most likely a post-contact word. This is a word that came into our vocabulary after settlers and colonialists from Europe arrived here. And its beginning and its origin story is very fascinating because uh, it's literally a combination of two words. It's me, you know, thus or it is, I think would be like thusly. And then which, which is like enough, sufficient. So here's, the, if you can imagine going back to the very beginning uh, contact between both cultures, Euro-American or Euro-Canadian, uh, before Canada exists, before the United States exists, when there are just settlers coming here, and they're trading. And we're trading first, Amikoyan, beaver pelts, uh, Nikigwayan, otter pelts, Shangwishiwayan, mink pelts, um, for things like uh, a kikug like uh, copper kettles, Manitou Manainsuk, beads, seed beads, Babigiwayanashan, cloth for shirts, for leggings, Wapuwayan, blankets. We were exchanging these. And during the process of the trade, sometimes when you were, you reached the end of the transaction and the Anishinaabeg would say, miigwech, miigwech, that's enough. That's all. That's enough. Well, to a Euro-American, to a Euro-Canadian, to someone from Europe, the end of a transaction, the polite thing from their society would mean, would be to say, thank you. Thank you. So that's what it was interpreted as, as someone saying, thank you. Uh, and really what they were saying was, that's enough. That's all. I don't want to trade anymore. Or I've traded sufficiently, but that's all I'm going to do. So I think that that is really cool. So it begins with kind of a mistake and a misunderstanding, but for me, the implications are very deep. I think they're very profound. I think they're very spiritual. 
What do you say about a culture that does not have a word for thank you in their vocabulary? And when you look at that, when you examine that, and go very deep within that, you discover a culture that I believe truly knows how to love, truly knows how to be grateful, truly acknowledges the sacred in their everyday life, in the ceremony of everyday life. And you can go all over the world. Anishinaabe are by no means unique this way. And as a linguist, I was uh, fascinated because there were so many indigenous cultures all over the world who don't have this word for thank you. They just don't use it. It doesn't happen in their everyday life. So if we can go to this pre-contact time then, when you didn't use a word like thank you, what, it, what are the implications there? What are they saying about that society? For me, I look back and it's like, well, what if you needed food? And someone gives you a meal and someone feeds you because you know uh, without that, you'll begin to go hungry. You could possibly die. And someone gives that to you and expects you to say nothing in return because there isn't a word for it. That's very deep. Someone who is without, uh, without clothing, without food, without shelter. Someone who is ill and needs mushkaki, the strength of the earth. Medicine. Uh, for me, the implication there is that these were not mine in the beginning to give to you. I harvested them. I was gifted them from the spirit. I was gifted them from the land. I am merely sharing with you. And so that means whenever you have someone in your society who is an orphan, who is a widow, who is elderly, who is young, that that person could be expected, that person could expect from a society that truly knows how to love, from a society that has true respect and acknowledging the sanctity in living beings and acknowledging the sacredness of the earth, to give without expecting anything in return. And when you look at that, there is a, I think that these people were truly happy. They were truly happy that they were not expecting something in return for giving someone something. From giving someone something that they had gone out and harvested, that they had gone out and created, that they had been gifted with. And so that's, that's very beautiful. So there wasn't this sort of exchange. It was, I can love you unconditionally. And I can help you. And you have to think too, there is no money at this time as well. So there are no, uh, I don't know, like, I'm going to get something out of you for less than you're going to give me. This is, I see you are in need and I will help you. And this is this idea of thanks. <laughs> you don't even have to acknowledge it. This is my duty. This is something that I'm doing as a human being. So you have to, for me, when I looked back at it, it was like, well, is this a society that, well, they obviously have sagitwin. They have true love for one another, compassionate, unconditional love for one another. This is a society who loves dewewin, truth. Kwaikwaitisuin, virtue and righteousness and honesty. Dabasendisuin, humility. 
there's a great deal of humility there when you are giving something to someone and not expecting something in return. You are not saying that I am more important than you. I have this and I'm giving it to you. You should feel indebted to me. This is truly humble. I do not have to exalt myself above you. This is Manaji Ituan. Genuine respect. I genuinely acknowledge the sacredness, your sanctity. This is Zungide Ewan, strength of heart. And you need, a, you need a strong heart to be generous and to be kind like this. You need a strong heart to believe that this is the very best thing I can do. And when you're acting with all of these sacred laws, you're acting intelligently. You're acting with Nipwa Kawan. You're acting with wisdom. There's genuine wisdom in that. And so I think that's what's been passed down to us. But we have this word, and again, I use this every day. I use miigwech every day. And what I say is uh, I acknowledge all of the relatives in each of the directions. I acknowledge Kokomisanan, our grandmother. Uh, that one who resides in the center of the earth. I try to acknowledge all the Atsokanak, the Manaduk, all the spirits. And Kije Manaduk. The kind spirit, the benevolent spirit, the one who has given everything and again does it freely and does it, if we're looking at pre contact times, does it without expecting things. Yet I, I do this. And when you remember the etymology of this word, this will bring you back to a time, to your relatives, to those beings you are inextricably interconnected with. In that one I am inextricably interlinked with. And you can remember what it means to be truly grateful, what it means to have true, both generosity and thankfulness in your house, in your heart. And if you can do that, and if you can live that way, then I believe we're both a, we're prime candidates to lead a good life to lead Menobamatsuin, life of peace, life of balance, life without conflict or contradiction. And also to be a Jimin Wendemong, to be happy, to be genuinely happy. So I like using this word. And when I, when I think we use it in ceremony and we use it with the Asema and we use it with the tobacco and we're acknowledging our relatives if we're harvesting wild rice. If Anishinaabe is hunting, if we're trapping, if we're harvesting medicine, the strength of the earth, we're taking that from the earth. If we are tapping trees, if we're fishing, if we're even getting water to give thanks, that thankfulness, if we can acknowledge it using that word, because our ancestors must have known we would need to use that sort of thankfulness, that sort of gratefulness in our hearts and in our, in our souls to be genuinely happy, then they said they may need to use this word as they're uh, entering in a new kind of society with these new people who are arriving here. But if they can remember where this word comes from, they'll remember a time when, when we were always thankful, when we always had gratitude for everything we had been given and acknowledging that that gift was sacred and that I don't hoard it for myself. I, I give this to all of my relatives. And that's what made me truly rich. It's what made me truly wealthy, was to be able to share whatever I had with, with someone who is in need. 
So me ye wa that's all I'm going to say this evening. Apajigo miigwech, kusindawi. Thank you so much for listening to this live Ojibwe word of the day. Again, if you know someone who is interested in our language, our culture, our history, our spirituality, our way of being, please feel free to like and share this video. Aho, miigwech kusindawi. Dagasana ayinguamase. Please, all of you, do take care. Banamaminuwa odasabandamange guwabandamin. And the spirits will decide when we see each other again.